This call is being recorded. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Good morning, this is Deborah Evans. Hi, good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, God. Good morning. Yes. How you doing this morning? I can't complain. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, I just want to be sure. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tracy. I am your greeting this morning. Who's that? Praise the Lord, Brother Aaron. Good morning, Brother Aaron. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. I think it's just us three on the line as of right now. Just want to say thank you. 
God is good all the time, and all the time he is good for his mercies endureth forever. Amen. Sister Tracy, can we pray for Brother Andrew? I haven't heard him on the prayer line in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Has anybody else called in that would like to say good morning at this time? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Um, good morning. I'm doing who's, who's TV? Who's, no, I was getting ready to say, whose TV is that? I have no idea. <laughs> it's uh, kind of loud. If you can just turn it down for us. Please, as the clearest start to get on the line this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning again. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm trying good. To, trying to get over this house shutdown, you know, it's hard. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm embracing it. Um. I um, have not sat still besides working and going to church for a very long time. So sitting at home gives me the opportunity to spend so much time with God. And Amen. And to what I was raised with, which was just putting on some music and just enjoying my, my quality time with God. And Amen. that's what I've been doing. And, that's uh, awesome. You know, just we just got to stay prayerful through this whole situation. And I've been standing on Psalms 91 because yeah. God said he's never going to leave us nor forsake us Amen. in the time of need. He always is with us. We just have to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, heart mind, and that's soul. Right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else on the line that would like to say good morning at this time? Good morning. This is Tara. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, everyone. Rise and shine. It's a beautiful morning. We thank God for his grace and his mercy. The fact that we're on this call this morning is a blessing, and I'm so grateful. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anybody else on the line? Good morning. Happy Saturday. This is Bubbly. Good morning. Good morning, Bubbly. Good morning, Dr. Tracy. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Diane. Huh? 
Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. It's so Happy good Saturday. to see y'all sounds early. Happy Saturday. If I sound a little nasally, that's because I just not too long got up. That's what happens when you work 15 hours a day sometimes. Ooh, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Anybody else on the line that'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. And who was that? I heard somebody else. Good morning, Tracy. This is, and good morning, family. This is Brother Dwayne. Good morning, Brother Dwayne. Yes, God is good all the time. All the time he is good. Yes, he is. Hey, um, hey, hey family, this is Mona. Happy Saturday, everybody. Hi, good morning, Mona. No, no, I called you. I'm gonna call you later. Okay, I didn't okay. forget about you. Okay. Okay. God is good all the time, and all the time He is good. And we're just so thankful. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your grace and your mercy that keeps us. And we thank you. We don't take it for granted. Anybody else on the line that would like to say good morning at this time? Good morning, Barbara. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Monica. I heard another voice. Rochelle, good morning, Victory family. Good morning. Good morning to all my declarers on this morning. We thank you for calling in on this beautiful Saturday morning. We are privileged to be amongst the living on this morning, so we give God all the honor, glory, and praise. Anybody else would like to say good morning at this time? Good morning. It's Barbara the Lord. I God bless everyone today. Good morning. Good morning. Lord, I. You're way out there, I think. I don't even know. <laughs> Between Stockton and uh, Sacramento. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Anybody else would like to Anybody else? Anybody else? It's good to hear everybody's sound this morning. We're thankful for another day of life that God woke us up this morning in our right mind. Um, okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask to mute your line so that we can proceed. Good morning and hello. My name is Tracy and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. sharp Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. 
Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the message, teaching, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. Um, First, Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May the 30th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registration is required ahead of time. Look for the event invite link in the Victory Room on our Facebook page for more information and to buy your tickets um, electronically. We are selling pre-tickets so that we can buy the supplies, awards, raffles, and events that, that, that it takes time to plan. If you are not local and you are sure that you cannot make the event, please consider making a donation and cash out dollar sign, I declare victory. I repeat that, to make a donation uh, as a cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. Your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time. We pray many blessings be returned to you for your love and support. Let us, last but not least, if you have been blessed by the call, and I will, we all have been, and would like to sow into the um, and would like to sow into uh, the, the ministry. Please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me/forward/slash/declarevictory or Cash App. Um, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. Um, I, haven't see, I, don't, I haven't seen any prayer requests on the app, but I have a, two prayer requests. Um, one is for us to continue to lift Brother Andrew up in prayer. We haven't heard him on the line in a while, and to just remember for the declarers for the whole week, all the prayers that went forth, to pray for our nation, to pray for our frontline people, and just to continue to trust God in this time. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Miss D. The declaration will be brought by Dwayne and Sarah. Then we will go right into closing comments. I will repeat that. Uh, the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Miss D. The declaration will be brought by Dwayne and Sarah. Then we will go right into closing our comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Malachi 3 and 5. So I will come to put you on trial. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, and perjurers against those who defraud defraud laborers of their wages, who oppose, who oppress, excuse me, the widows and the fatherless, and despite the foreigners among you of justice, but do not fear me, 
save the Lord Almighty. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask that you please, please, please double check, triple check, place your phones on mute until the instructions to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Miss D. Love you all. Have a great day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise this morning, O oh God. So we thank you, Lord God, that you have given us another day of your brand new mercies. God, we love you so much, and we thank you, Lord God. We couldn't do anything without you, and God, we thank you for this country today, Lord God, with all the pandemic and all the uncertainties, Lord God, but you remain the same. So, God, I worship you this morning. If there be anything in me, oh, God, that's displeasing in your sight, anything that brings a stench to your nostril, anything within the core of my being, God, I pray and ask for forgiveness. And that, Lord God, forgive me this morning, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. For you are a good, good father. And God, we praise you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for your mercy this morning. You are new mercies that are new to us every morning that we open our eyes, oh God. So forgive us, Lord God, for our sins, oh God. We turn from them, Lord God, turning towards you in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you this morning. I pray over Miss D wherever she is, Lord God, wherever's going on, God, keep her in your perfect peace and keep her in your grace and your mercy. So, God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. I thank you for your unfailing hand in these times of uncertainties. God, we know that you are in control of everything. You are the sovereign God. God, everything has been made by you, has has been created by you. So, God, I thank you this morning, and I thank you for all the sick and shut in, oh, God. I thank you for Catherine Jordan, Lord God, and and Cynthia Collins and, and Xavier, Sister Addison, Lord God, and Landon Cotton and Latasha, Portia and Oliver, Norwood, God, I thank you for the Collins family. I thank you for Miss Betty, Lord God, and all of those who are dealing with life-threatening illnesses, this coronavirus that's being widely spread, Lord God. But God, oh God, you are in control of everything. Nothing happens just because nothing happened without going through you first, God. So, God, I thank you this morning because you are our protector, oh, God. So, God, I thank you for this nation. I pray for our leaders, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, you said, Lord God, to pray for our leaders, to pray for our city officials, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, those that have a stony heart, that God, you remove it, give them a heart of flesh, that they will do things for your people and not for selfish gain. God, I pray that they guide this country in a way that you 
that pleases you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, all our leaders that we have, Lord God, you have allowed them to be where they are, oh God. You have allowed them to be in place, for you are in control of everything, God. God, you don't override your people's will. Will somebody uh, please put your phone on mute? God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the living God. And God, whatever, whatever you allow, Lord God, help us, Lord God, to walk in it. Help us to to pray over things, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I just give you praise this morning, Lord God, and I thank you, Lord God, because you are a good father. You are someone needs to mute their phone. You are an unchanging God. You are Loshanah, the God that never changes. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So, God, I thank you. Whoever's opening the doors, please mute your line. Please, please mute your line. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, have your way in our lives, God, bringing us to the to the mutation of this this world. What's going on, Lord God? And God, we just everything is in your hands. So God, we pray this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy, God. And I just lift up Dion and Tanya and all of those who bring the message and Pastor Van Hook, Lord God, and Philip Watson and Dee Dee and Ravaga and Miss Barbara, all of those, Lord God, whom you have given the word to that bring forth the word, Lord God, I pray that you replenish them. Lord God, in the name of Jesus this morning, Lord God, for all that they pour out daily, Lord God, and help us to walk in it. Help us to go back and study for ourselves that we'll know you, God, for ourselves and that we can come and pray to you for ourselves, Lord God. But God, you said we can approach your throne of grace with confidence that we may obtain mercy and find grace. So God, we thank you for your mercy that we'll know how to pray for our own self. And God, that what we pray for, we must believe because you said, you said, God, that no one, the one that doubts doesn't deserve anything. So pray, Lord God, and believe what you read because the word is true. The word is God. God never changes. And I praise you this morning, Lord God, as we come in in corporate prayer and lift up the name of Jesus, for you are great and greatly to be praised. So God, I thank you this morning for your help and strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. We bless your name this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for your love Thank you, God. 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 Th
in all of our brothers in Christ,
it actually kind of, I guess, coincides with some of, there, there's times he, he slows, the Lord slows us down and time accelerates and time of shift. And um, we've gone through some. And so this uh, this topic is definitely um, one that uh, we've lived through, going through again, um, one that's definitely prevalent in our lives. I, I want to thank uh, for that prayer because it actually coincides really well, and we'll go over that later, of, of just what was on the on the plate uh, to be discussed this morning. Um, I want to uh, thank Tracy for hosting. Uh, as always, I want to thank Mama Dion and Moni and the administration for allowing us the opportunity um, any and every time we've been able to just share our hearts and come together um, for Daddy and for, and for the family. Um, and I just want to say thank you for the chance to be here again. Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited to be here again. I have truly missed you. I know Dwayne and I just um, really love this family, this this group of people that God has placed in our lives. And so we're happy to be back. Uh, today we're going to be talking about acceleration. And Dwayne, like Dwayne said, we've kind of been in an acceleration mode for quite a while. And so the Lord really wants to break it down for you all today. Um, starting from the beginning of what it feels like when you're not accelerating to acceleration and then what's going on during that process. I really feel that there's so much to learn in the intricate parts of acceleration, what it looks like, um, even, even reasons why you may not be accelerating. And, and, if, and, and uh, if we have so much to share. I hope we can all share it. Um, <laughs> and just this, if not, we'll share it. We'll save it for later. But there are so many um, verses that we want to share with you. And um, I think the, the verse that I really want us to land on um, when, we're, when it's all said and done, I'm going to share now because it's just I want you guys to have the hope. And that is in Deuteronomy 28 and 2. It says, all these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. And in other versions, it can say the blessings will chase you down. And there's an acceleration when the blessings come after you. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably where we're going to land. <laughs> so keep that in mind as we're rolling through some of the things that we're going to be going um, through about acceleration. But before I pass or pass the next section on to my husband, I, I just want to give a little shout out to any um, anyone who is in the field, healthcare field, um, those essential workers. Um, my verse for you is Psalms 5:12, and and it says, "Surely, Lord, you you bless the righteous; you surround them with your favor as a shield." And I know that He is. He's got you all shielded with his favor. And at the very beginning, um, I'm also an essential worker. And, um, and I know that God shifted me just recently into a new position, um, also still with seniors. But he did that. And I knew that he did it because he loves he loved, um, people with a heart to protect. And, and he knows that... Um, those those essential workers, nurses, and health, and it's not just um, nurses and healthcare workers. You know, I'm a life enrichment director. I do activities, 
but I'm bringing joy into a place and, and protecting people on the front line as much as possible. And I just wanted to give a shout out because I know that, um, that the Lord has got you covered. He's covering you. So I just wanted to, to do that before I pass, pass it back to my husband who has some really good things that he wants to touch on this morning. Thank you, love. Um, and yes, we, as uh, formerly being um, myself, you know, we used to be formerly as well, other parts of, of taking care of others and so forth. And so um, with my wife uh, currently doing it and, and, and knowing what it's from, I thank you for uh, everyone that's taking care of others in this time and still going out and, and be careful and just pray God's blessing and protection over you. Um, when the topic of acceleration came up, I was excited because, um, especially in the last few years, it seems we have season upon season, <laughs> times of acceleration, um, times of, of being still and going again. And so I was thinking on, okay, when do things accelerate? When are times of acceleration that happen in life? And, and being a, a lover of things like really, really old school, um, it brought to mind, for one, um, sailing ships. And, and not the current ones we have, but, uh, or, um, you know, back in the day, if you had a large vessel um, or you had a boat of any kind, there were no motors, there were no engines. You had to um, basically rely on the wind when it was blowing to carry you through on the waters. Um, perfect picture <laughs> of, of perfect picture of faith, uh, faith journey, and the way the Lord does things. So if you had... Um, for a long time, travel a really big boat. The more sails you had, the better. The bigger, the better, and they would push. But if there was no wind, you were you were just there. You're not going anywhere. You literally have to rely and wait on the wind to blow. You're completely at the mercy of the wind. Um, when you wanted to be able to go fast, if you had uh, if you needed something for a speedboat or you were in war, you had to have for one. Materials used that were strong but lightweight and a really big sail because the most important thing was catching that wind beyond anything else. It meant whatever you had, you had to have a strong, large sail, most important thing on your vessel because you're going nowhere without that wind blowing into that sail. Um, and again, the lighter weight, if you had a bigger one, that's wonderful. But if you want to accelerate, it had to be light. Um, I think of hot air balloons and the whole technology behind that. The, the stronger the fire is going and the less weight, you you know, the more weight you drop off and the lighter you are, the higher you're going and the faster you're going. You shed off and, again, rely on this thing of nature, this, this wind that's blowing, either caused by just the wind naturally pushing itself or the pressure of fire going and then pushing, accelerating you. Uh, when I was looking into the scriptures for acceleration. It was perfect because the first thing popped right off, Hebrews 12, 1. And that reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. I want to say it was the perfect intro with the prayer because it went right to, Lord, forgive us, shedding off the sin, um, shedding off 
the things that are hindering us, holding us down, shedding off the bondage. Um, when we, we had a life group, our last life group a couple of weeks ago, we had encouraged people that were going to come on, and we were doing it online. We had some with us here in, in, in the apartment and then others that were online, and it was a beautiful time. Um, and we had asked people to uh, bring up a verse um, that was encouraging to them in this time, that was edifying, that was uplifting. And, and I had one that was not the typical, <laughs> but somebody else had it too. But didn't feel too bad. But it, it was, um, to me, it was actually really uplifting, um, you know, where it says, if my people would humble themselves. And, and come to me and repent and turn from their wicked ways, I shall hear their plea and their cry and um, heal their land. Uh, you know, on one hand, it's like, how, how is that encouraging? Like, it means God's still on the throne. It means he's still in charge. It means he still has power over the situation that's happening and he can do with and when he wants to. But it's also we're not just have no part in it. He called upon his people. He didn't call upon... Everybody. He didn't call upon the entire planet, every continent, or all of America. He called, if I, I call my people, if they will bow down for themselves and for the others. Because I can't hear the mother. Not really. But I hear my people. If they will bow down and be humble enough to basically fall under this and, and ask for repentance for everyone inclusive, I'll hear the cry of my people and I'll heal their land. You have something, hon? Yeah, I, I think you really touched on something there um, because when you're when God is about to accelerate you, there like before an acceleration comes a waiting period. A waiting period, you know, a season of waiting always usually comes before the acceleration. You know, when Elijah actually Elijah ran in fear of Jezebel, and he and he was he ran to a cave. And it was a preparation period for him, actually. And what we saw, you know, was apparent, what seemed apparent failure, actually God developed him in those places. And then, and then God sent an angel to minister um, supernatural food and drink to him, and then 40 days and 40 nights um, nonstop. And then he was launched into his next season. And and I just think that's really, really key because acceleration comes out of the season of waiting. And what you do in that waiting period, that's up to you, man. Because the thing of it is, is that, like, you're either going to rest in the waiting mm-hmm. or you're going to pace back and forth. <laughs> And you you can do whatever you want because you're still probably gonna he's still gonna push the go button because he's got things he's got to do in this earth he's got he's he he's and he's gonna prepare you you can allow him and humble yourself and humble your heart and surrender and let him pull things out of you speak to you talk to you and you can sit there and listen during that waiting time or you can become anxious and fearful it doesn't matter Elijah still got launched right. He's still, he's still got blessed. He's, God still used him mightily, right? So, so nothing's going to stop the Lord from accelerating you. But what you're doing in that waiting period to prepare you for the acceleration period is what's key. Because here's the thing: um, 
you couldn't do anything about the waiting. You can't make anything happen. Like, you can't say, okay, like, if you're in the doctor's office, you can't say, I want to see me, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, these poor pregnant ladies got to figure out, like, how to get midwives in their homes so that they can have a baby right now, right? There's nothing that you can do when you're in the waiting. When you're in the waiting, you're either going to surrender to it or you're just going to be a miserable mess. What makes you think, and this is just a rhetorical question out there, folks, what makes you think that well, if you couldn't have done anything in the waiting, what makes you think you could do anything in the acceleration time? Because when he pushes the go button, everything is going to fly, fly fast. It's going to be, so you're going to be in what I like to call the Amos 911. Mm-hmm. And I, it's actually, what, what I like is, uh, 9, 13 through 15, and it says, yes, indeed, it won't be long now. Right after that, it says God's decree. Okay, so he's decreed this. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. I'll make everything right again for my people. Does it sound like you can do anything about it? Not a thing. There's nothing you can do about it. And I, I mean, I'm saying this from experience because I've been in the waiting and I've been an impatient person and then I've been in the acceleration and I'm all like, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. Like, I didn't even have time to process what just happened. And um, and, and, and that so many different seasons in that too, there's times when it was about transformation and transformation and healing was happening so fast that I didn't even have time to process what just happened. See, see, God's everything that's happening right now is all about it's all about what God's doing in this earth, and it's things that are going to happen that would normally take a person maybe a healing that could have normally taken a while is going to happen in an instant. Blessings. What would normally look like, you know an acceleration and upgrades in your job are now going to happen in days. Yeah. And, and Dwayne and I can both, and he'll, and he'll share. This, this year has been crazy, y'all. Yeah. I, I don't even know what, when, if my husband's going to have a job, what he's going to have a job. What do you mean? He's went through another job change. And, but God has been so, so faithful because it's not about us. It's all about what God is doing in, through, and how he's positioning us for the acceleration period. How can we, how adjustable can we be? You know, how, you know, the Lord, would he, he would say to us, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And, I'll, and then I'll move this back to my husband because the next part is get comfortable with, this is the Lord, what the Lord shared with us. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable because I'm about to shift. So this is where I hand it back off to Dwayne because he wants to talk about that shift. Shift happens. <laughs> <laughs> amen and amen. Um, I want to touch base on some of the things that Sarah said. Uh, when you're in the times um, of the uncomfortable, when you're in the times of when you can't go. So uh, with the, the metaphor, um, with the sail, with, with, with old sail ship, um, you, again, you're at the mercy of the wind. So if it's not... When the wind is blowing, everything is wonderful. You're going, boom, you're off. But when the wind is not blowing, 
You cannot control anything of it. You're in a massive vessel with however many people. You're not going anywhere. You are literally possibly dead in the water. So in the meantime, what do you do? Uh, that's the times when you check that the, the sails are not ripped and they're doing fine. Your boat's not leaking anywhere. You've got supplies. Maybe you put the anchor down and rest where you're at. Drop anchor and rest where you're at. You hear that again. Drop the anchor. Cling it into some rock that's down or what and, and rest and, and take a rest. Um, a lot of times uh, with uh, like Sarah alluded to, with the, um, the past year and a half plus, um, been in and out of jobs and times of, you know, in the beginning, fighting it, worrying about it, you know, throwing out the resumes, um, hearing my wife, how many did you put in today? What what are you doing as far as getting a job, what have you? And slowly but surely, time again, eventually learning, this is God's movement. You put a time of getting ready and prepared for the next one because God being God and how good he is in all our, our time, say all our, our life of marriage, all the transitions that have happened, he's always brought us to better as long as we let him. The only times I'd say we were stifled, and I don't know if we've ever really gone backwards, maybe during this time brief, what it seemed like going backwards, but it never was. Because even in the times when I didn't have a major position or job, and it seemed like almost underneath, like, ugh, am I really accepting that or doing that? Am I, am I going to drive Lyft and Uber for a while till the right thing comes in? Yeah, because in that time period, uh, he was using what I like to call uh, ride-sharing ministry. In my times when I, I felt less than because, oh, all I can do to, to make some earnings for my family is go drive some Lyft or some Uber. The Lord used that time for me to just worship while I was in there, and people that had no clue what was about to happen just come in, and some stranger, <laughs> some strange Jamaican just in, so how are things going, having a conversation, having maybe a, a, a therapy session, and then asking, what, what do you need prayer for? And time and time again, um, my wife would even be in prayer, what have you, something come over. We have a conversation like, oh, shoot, that's the same time I was just talking to this person that just came from Singapore or this person that just came from another country or this person visiting or what have you. And we were in tune for that person because that was God's timing because he accelerated us to a point. The acceleration happened. Things seemed all good. And then there was a pause and we're thinking, oh, something's wrong. No. He was like, I needed to bring you to this spot because this person needs me in their life right now. Or he put me in a, in a position in aviation, in, in, in stock and, and running things there and wondering why am I here. But there's a Muslim young brother and, and a military, um, you know, my boss being from military and whatever, that needed God to be, had me in that position at that time. So in the wait, what are you doing? Are you preparing? Are, are, are you utilizing it and being able to be used in the way God wants you to be, to be used? Um, with the, uh, it makes me think of the story of Gideon when we're talking about um, when you can release and let go of what's holding you down or what you don't need, the sins or whatever, um, the control, and you're letting go. Um, the story of Gideon, Judges 6 through 8. The angel of the Lord first then comes, you know, 
Midianites are, are taking over. It's 40 years. The Israelites, of course, the Israelites, again, it's another 40 years of not listening to the Lord and getting into idolatry and all this stuff. And the Lord comes to Gideon, who's like the most unnecessary person in the smallest tribe. And the first thing the angel of the Lord says is to, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. See, before the shift happens and acceleration happens, he's going to either tell you if it was the first time or remind you if it's in another season who you are and who he sees you as, not what you think. Because, again, you might think, I'm not much. You might think I'm in a time of struggling. You might think I'm locked up and I have no control and there's nothing I can do, so who am I? And there's probably a lot of us in that situation now and have been there before of, I'm not thinking much of myself. But the Lord will tell you, hello, the Lord is with you, mighty man or mighty woman of valor. So first and foremost, he's going to remind you who he made you, who you are, and who he sees you as. And then he's going to shed something. So the first thing, he called upon Gideon, and Gideon had to be obedient to get rid of the idle places, to get rid of those things that were just um, meant for Baal and, and the goddess Asherah and, and, and strip those things. And in Judges 6.32, it says, um, Therefore, on that day, he, Joash, which is Gideon's father, called him Jerubal, saying, Let Baal plead against him because he hath thrown down his altar. Let Baal have to come up and say something. Let the enemy come up and try to push you around or whatever because when you've crushed it, when you've thrown, when you've all those things that were desecrated the land of the Lord and you're getting it away from you, when you're getting the weight off of the ship, when you're dropping those bags that are carrying down your, your hot air balloon and weighing you down, when you've allowed the Lord to take reign and control and you're allowing the acceleration to happen, let the enemy come up and say something. Because you've thrown down and cast on anything that he has control over you with and can, and can claim anything on you. You've now allowed the Lord to push you. So that's the only, the only work that comes to us. Because let's remember, God is in control. He's in control of the acceleration. He's in control of the time of waiting. The only thing you control is how much you let him take that control. How much you, you get rid of what's weighing you down and you let go and let him accelerate. Um, so in that, one, he had to get rid of those things that were bearing down. And then it's like, all right, go ahead and collect your army. Okay. The Midianites, and you've got to remember this picture here, the Midianites are coming with at least, bare minimum, 135,000 troops to come in and smash God's people. 135, at least. Bare minimum. Gideon's able to collect about 32,000 and thinking, okay, that's like four to one. God's got to be here, got to do his thing. But God was like, no, you got too many. Like, wait, no, no. You, you came in, you brought your preparations, you gathered whatever. I told you to in the first place. Yeah, no doubt. But you got too much stuff. You, were, you, you, you too much were plan B, plan C, plan D, E, and F. You, you, you prepared for too much because you're going to get the props where you're going to get the control. You're going to get the, um, uh, be remembered. It's going to be weighing too much on you. You prepared too much. You, you left too little room for me. So you had 32,000 men arguing. You got to bring that down to about 22. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to come down to 10,000. 
Boy, that's looking really bad. No, no you know what? You just need 300. <laughs> you just need 300 because I, my glory is going to show here. It's got to come back to, I did this. At the end of the day, God's like, you're, no, you're going to have to let people know there was no way for this to happen. This shift, this acceleration, and this blessing, there was no way for it to happen without me. It will all come back to me. I'm going to use you as a vessel, but you, your testimony is going to be but God and only God. Um, I think that's a really good point you make because when we encounter the glory of God, there's just such a a crazy transformation that happens. And um, I'm reminded of that verse um, that speaks of we're being transformed from glory to glory. So I think that when you're in that acceleration period, one, when you think about Gideon, (laughs) what an incredible, like, paradigm shift that had to happen in his mind for God to say that you're going to win this with 300 men. Or I'm going to win it, really, because he's the one that did it. Right? So when God is accelerating, it's it's his glory that that transforms our mindset brings like this paradigm shift of understanding that there's nothing that we can do because, I mean, look at our current situation right now. I truly believe that God is preparing each and every one of us globally for an acceleration of his glory. And I just feel like this this is just what, what he's been placing on my heart that you know, sometimes people think, oh, my gosh, they get so connected to the, and, and I've been, and I'm guilty, too, like, how many people have pa- passed away? How many, you know, what are the cases, you know? But what do we, what, what if we had a paradigm shift in our mind as to what are you doing in the earth right now, Father God? You're bringing families together that haven't been together. You're connecting people I'll tell you what, we have um, two young men, three, actually three or four people in our complex, in our apartment complex, that are on fire. For, for This time has just, they were already passionate for Jesus. Um, they've had quick, accelerated healing. They showed up, uh, and I just got to share this story with you all because this is just unreal. So we knew our life group was going to change this year. It was going to be different. I knew, I knew in my mind that uh, the Lord was kind of saying to me that it's not going to look like anybody else's life group. It may even, it may even have people in it that don't go to your church, and that is literally what it is. I mean, we have a couple of people from church, but people that we met like at, at random places. And so um, we have our our first life group of the season, and we are going to our clubhouse. And we're just sharing Jesus, and the Holy Spirit shows up, and we're praying, we're prophesying. The only thing is, is that there's this one person in the clubhouse. You, you know, we walked in, and we said, hey, I um, hope you don't mind, but we're going to be doing our life group, and I hope we're not going to disturb you. And, and he's like, no, 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 you're, you know, you're fine. And he was over at the table kind of by himself, you know, on his iPad. And, I mean, the Holy Spirit showed up. I mean, 
we were praying and prophesied, and it was just such a great time, sharing awesome, miraculous stories. And, then, and he gets up, he's about to leave, and he says, you know what, I just want you to guys to know that I've been listening to you. And he says, you truly blessed me and ministered to me. And he says, and, and my fiance and I are leaving on Monday for Israel, and we're going to get married there. Would you pray for us? And we went in on that prayer, and that that young man has been on fire. And he went to Israel and got married. Supernatural things happen. They come back, and they've been in our home, in our home around around us, and and uh, I think every day, you know, like at least every day, they're connecting with us or they're connecting with our kids, which is really cool too. And uh, he, they're writing uh, children's stories. It's just, it's, it's un, unbelievable. But God is doing a new thing right now in this process. He's accelerating his revival in people's homes. It's, it's like, it's, it's going to be greater than X2. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, he's bringing it back home. He is accelerating. He's bringing his fire. He's bringing his glory. And uh, you prayer intercessors, I mean, just watch out. Because the fire of God is coming in and through you so crazy. And, um, and supernatural miracles are going to happen. Um, people are going to begin receiving the Lord. Um, souls are coming to him. The harvest is ripe. And there's an acceleration. It's like we have been in this waiting, waiting for the harvest, waiting, 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 right? And the Lord's been telling us because he's a good dad. And he always tells us everything that's going to happen before it happens. Right, and he's been telling us the harvest is right, the harvest is right. But I'm going to tell you, there's going to be, you're going to wake up at one morning, you're going to say it's go time, and and you're and you're not going to. There's going to be so many people running through those barns, you're not going to even know what to do with all of them. And and, and so just get ready, guys, because um, the Lord, He's accelerating us, and He's done some amazing things in you during this waiting season. That's all I got. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. She says it's all I got, like it wasn't a whole lot of fire right there. Um, the time, and, and she's right, we, we've heard, uh, you know, individuals say that, um, you know, felt the feeling, because it's been a while, we've, I think, in the body of Christ, people overall have felt change happening, have felt um, the word revival has been a lot of revival coming, and, and the Lord has definitely been strategic in placing people in certain areas. Uh, we are not the only ones coming to Arizona, and more people have been coming in Arizona that we definitely know God's put at such a time as this. But people were saying, oh, well, we know there's, there's um, uh, we know that revival's coming, but maybe Corona's just that, like, pause or time out before it, like, comes back again. And, and, and let's be real. This is God on the throne, the king of the universe. Corona or anything, any natural occurrence or anything happening doesn't stop what he's got going, okay? There's no pause button on it. Um, in fact, uh, to me in my heart, this is this is part of the acceleration. The the whole, I mean, people, people are scared. Uh, people don't know what to do. People don't have answers. Or people are, it's either you don't have answers again where you're getting scared or you're holding more onto the Lord and you're just like, oh, this is, a, this is an exciting time. 
this is time families, yes, are coming back together, probably wouldn't see each other. Mom, dad have to be home that would be working for hours and having to learn their kids again and have family time together again. But the church has an opportunity here, folks, um, whether it be streaming online or just connecting or walking through your community, singing, praying for, again, like Sarah said, interceding for. There are people, the harvest is right because people are at a point like they need it. I've, <laughs> I've shifted into a new job. I, I had a great one, and school had to shut down, and then it was like, Lord, what's happening? And we had that time, you could be freaking out, or you could know that I've got you. And he put me right in the place that I need to be with even more opportunity. But even in the midst of that, I was able to train in office for a while, what have you. But even my trainer, I've been able to pray for that man because his daughter is in a position working kind of on front lines and susceptible. There's opportunities. You're going to be able, we are going to be able to speak into people. We are going to be able to show a joy and the life that's in us that they don't have. People are looking and watching and are going to notice. Why? Because things have slowed down to where they can actually pay attention to that, which means they're going to pay attention to you. I like what you said about, what, you know, when, when God is accelerating his purposes, his plans here on the earth, there's nothing that can be done. And I think sometimes, you know, the, the enemy, you know, and I'm not, I don't even care to speak about what he does, but we do need to know know what his tactics are and his strategies are. And the enemy, um, we had a, we had someone speaking to us last night, and 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 he confirmed some things. So the Lord used him to confirm some things in my life, and and um, just that any anywhere there's fear of being unqualified or whatever, wherever there's fear, that that that's a pretty good indication that that's where God's taking you, right? And he's going to accelerate you in that. But, and uh, I love what Genesis 50, 19 through, through 20 says, because the precedence is um, Joseph. And um, his brothers literally were being used by the enemy to try and stop him from moving forward in his purpose. But he says, uh, no person and no action by anyone else can prevent God's purpose from being accomplished in your life. Instead, as Redeemer, your father can use what people have meant for evil and turn it into good. And that's literally what he said to his brothers when his brothers came, realized what position he had, and had, now they had to serve him, right? And, and he's basically saying, no one can stop the goodness of God from happening into your life. And, and, think, about, and think about how he had to wait for his dreams to come to pass. Yeah. Right. He he was he heard his dad was his heavenly father was was very clear and he spoke to him. I don't know how many times I don't <laughs> we've gotten a word from the Lord. We got another one not too long ago and it was confirmation and we're not seeing it. Hasn't it come past yet, but it's going to. Right? Because because the Lord develops us in that waiting. He wants us to develop a faith and a trust in him in that in that time before he accelerates us. Um, because then we're going to have that knowledge and understanding uh, way better than if we were if that dream to work to unfold right then and there. So you know that part of the preparation for what's to come is going to be. If we have no idea right now, we it feels like we're you know it feels like this whole country is moving into this uh, this 
poverty mindset. Be careful. Be careful not to do that because we are citizens of heaven. And when, uh, what's really going to happen is when people are struggling to understand how, about God's provision, we're going to be the hope that says he provides regardless, right? He's, he can provide. He brings mad, he'll bring things to us. He'll hand us things. We didn't even ask, and he brings it to us. We're, we're, we're swimming in the abundance and the goodness and the favor of God. Why? Because of our heart positioning. We positioned our heart in such a way that we know because He's such a good God that he's developed us. And every, each, each movement, uh, each faith journey, we're, you know, I like to call it, this is what we call the faith life. Because faith life doesn't stop. You don't have one season of development of faith. It builds on each other. I thought it was going to be one season. I was, I was excited. I was like, okay, I did it. I passed the test, right? And the Lord's like, awesome. Now we can add to it. We can start from that level of faith and, and build on it. And, 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 you know, pretty, who knows how crazy it's going to look for us in a year or two from now because of what he's been building. I mean, we may, we may, we may get, we may have to be like uh, the walking faith nomads or something, knowing that no matter where we walk and no matter where we go, that he's still going to provide for us and our children. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he's going to bless it in a season. He's going to bless you in a season that looks like famished. Right, well, it looks like you may you know you might be surrounded by famished people, but you're not famished, right? Because you're 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 literally in the goodness and the favor of God. It's how do we get to the goodness and the favor of God? You know, I remember Dwayne and I we just talked about this last night. I don't know how many years we were just like I I don't understand. It just feels like we're going around the stuck pond, but we don't get to go fishing. And I, I got up one morning and I said, I, I am done. I am done going around the duck pond. I am done. I don't want to go fishing, right? I didn't actually even understand what my heart was trying to express. That was the only image that I had in my brain to express how I was feeling at the time. I just felt like it was redundant. Nothing was progressing. I was stuck. He was stuck. We, didn't, we were not in our purposes. We were not in our in in the uh, where God ha, ha, wanted us, and uh, when I look back on it now, it was actually that moment. I think a breaking moment of just coming undone with the stuckness. Just like I am, uh, you know, just that frustration where I knew the Lord heard that heart cry at us, and He's like, finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, I can do something with that because up until that moment, I was controlling everything around me. And he's like, okay, you're done. You know, he'll let us become undone. He'll let us get frustrated with ourselves because he wants us to, to, to come into that heart positioning of letting him work with those areas of our heart that need healing. Um, but also, you know, we went through a huge season of healing after that, but even breaking off of generational curses um, and, and developing our faith and trust because where he wanted us was not in a conventional, uh, what we saw in our minds. It was so outside the box. It still is. He's still developing that, like, hey, you know, church without walls, you know, you're not like the other type of 
you know, understanding and shift in our mindset. And the moment that we release the reins of what of God's calling on our lives is the moment that He can move and He can He can we can get into that abundance and goodness and favor of God. But, you know that 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 place where you don't even know where the blessings coming from because it's just blessing the socks off of you, and and it, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any. And everything God does in your life for acceleration doesn't make sense. Um, that's perfect. I, uh, to close, um, you brought up Joseph and I think that really his life can sum up what we're trying to share here today. Um, you know, from what do you want to call it? 17 or whatever. He's daddy's little favorite. Um, he's, he's, he's his heavenly, he, he's his physical daughter's favorite or his father's favorite. You know, he's natural father's favorite. And then the Almighty is showing him dreams and visions of that he's going to be higher than anyone in his family, and they're going to bow down to him. That's a lot to give, basically a, a pompous and spoiled teenager. Um, but God was like, I'm going to show you who you are and who I meant you to be. But there's a whole lot of work and a whole lot of years coming up that I'm going to strip you of your foolishness. And so he did. And so even though what, what man meant for evil God uses forget, right? Boy had to be sold as a slave, almost murdered, sold as a slave, forgotten in prison, taken out and used as a servant, thrown back in prison again, forgotten for years. Then go before Pharaoh when finally, and I think it's time and time again, I'm just stripping you of yourself. I think that God is just like, I'm just stripping you of the things that get in the way. We have to go through this got to go through the pruning. We've got to go through some pain. But you could have never imagined. You were, you were all high and mighty and loving it, just being daddy's favorite in the desert as a nomad. I'm going to make you number two under Pharaoh, the most powerful nation on the planet. Had no clue that's where he was going. No clue. But how did he have to get there? He had to get stripped down from all the stuff that was fluff and all the stuff that made him pompous and spoiled, and all the stuff that he just looked at me, me, me. When his eyes were just on the Lord, Pharaoh brought him before. I have a dream. What are you going to say? He was, God is going to tell Pharaoh the meaning of his dream. It is God who has people brought. I know a man who knows how to interpret dreams and can help Pharaoh and whatever. What does Joseph say? God will. You got to get to that point. When are you accelerating? When are you going to get to where, when are you going to be used? When are you jumping on board of the revival to make stuff happen? And, and, and when you can, God will. You don't say me no more. You're not looking for accolades. It's not about, it's about who does God love? Who does, who does God want their life to be transformed after he transforms yours? And how much are you going to strip down the excess? Cut the fat. Take off the excess and allow him open up your sails to just catch Holy Spirit so he can accelerate you and push you forward because he's going to take you to that next thing, that, that position, that responsibility. But what's your job in all of it? Making life really simple, breaking stuff down to just it's about God, what he wants me to do, and I'm just all his. 
that's our only position. That's our job. He does everything else. And with that, I want to thank you for the time. And um, if anybody has anything they want to reflect on, anything you want to say, I'm going to open the call and open the floor. Um, and we, we thank you for allowing us to share with you. Amen. Hey guys, good morning. Happy uh, Saturday. Look, anybody other than me looking at track of the ball? <laughs> I uh, wanted to say good morning first and foremost, but more than anything, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Thank you. We love you, Mama D. Who else is out there? Sorry, I got I got completely dropped. But I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Good morning. This is Elsie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Gloria. Good morning, family. Welcome back. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Welcome back. It's Dondria. Good morning. Good Thank morning. You. Morning, it's Barbara. Welcome back. Good to hear your sound. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. Good morning, it's Cassandra. <laughs> I enjoyed you guys this morning. Welcome back to God be praised. That was excellent. Oh, thank you. Good yeah. morning. Praise God and thank you for the message. Thank you, Chris. Good morning, and thank you for the substance. Oh, thank you very much, sister. Thank you. I'm not a great singer. Some silly song comes to my head. Remember Christopher Williams? Am I dreaming? And just let me sleep. The dream interpreters are back. Thank you for the love, sir. I um, it's, oh. it's, it's Prashant again. I um, when you were talking about kind of the pruning and the changing, I one of the my favorite uh, stories is always Jonah. Uh, and uh, Nineveh, and I think about the times that I how because I hmm. I gotta go do something I don't want to do with the pruning and you're over there pouting and he's like, but I gave you shade, but I right. kept you, you know, and he's just like feeling so 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 good and that and and uh, yeah, I just thought about that. I mean, one, that's my favorite story, the pouting, how we just pout with God, just keep blessing us. So thanks again. Hmm. Amen to that. That's some truth right there. Amen. <clears throat> Hello. Hey. Hi, you guys. This is Mona. Um, I, I truly enjoyed you guys' decoration today. It really had me um, really thinking. And I did um, welcome back. I miss you guys, mm. too. I miss you guys. But um, one thing that I just, uh, a couple of things that I wanted just to um, say. So please excuse my son back here snoring. My 
Acceleration, he just got loud. When, when you said um, acceleration comes after the wait, and when you had asked how adjustable can we be, and um, I, that just kind of, you know, of course just stuck with me um, to to um, think about it and, and to ask myself that because, you know, it is all about the surrendering and the, um, the, the um, you know, being more submissive to to God, and that's what I'm trying and aiming to do throughout all the distractions and throughout all the, um, um, you know, dizziness that I put myself through to be able to sit down in the weight and um, be more submissive and, you know, um, but it, you really made me think, like, how adjustable um, can I be? Because, you know, through this time right now where, where God is taking me, I feel he has given me his confidence because um, mm-hmm. he is um, showing me that he's taking me. There's no way that Mona would think that she can do that. So mm-hmm. I truly, truly know that this is all him. So I'm just stepping out now, um, just um, being more obedient and, and believing. I'm believing in it. I believe it. I believe in what I see and what he's saying that I can do, that he can do through me now. So it's like, okay, I, I, I'm not going to act like I don't feel some fear, but I'm still going to press through because I, I just, I, I believe, I believe in it. I believe in what he's saying, that what he wants for, for, for us to be able to um, show love and kindness to one another. And I just, I just believe in it. And I, God, it's just so good. You know, so I thought about that when you said, how adjustable can you be? And I want to be adjustable. Whenever he tell me to adjust, I want to be able to adjust, you know. So God, is, yeah, he just really gave me something, something to, to, to pray with and talk to our Father about. And I just once again say thank you, thank you for your declaration. Go ahead, Mona. Right? <laughs> 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 you crazy, Dwight? Like, so, so God, say it again. I know, right? Right. <laughs> So let me tell you what I thought about when you were talking about that. Mona, I'm really glad that you spoke to that. And then, um, Sarah, you mentioned something about Amos. I remember uh, not, it's not a far off now. It won't be long now. I remember Lisa sent me that in a text message one morning, um, just in the middle of my multiple back-to-back-to-back contractions is what I call them. Um, but I thought about Job. And how it took until God said, check this out. Did you hang the stars in the sky? Was it you that told the borders to stop right here and stop the water? Was it you that did all of this, right? This is after Job has been through hell and high water. Mm-hmm. You hear me? But get this. Then the Lord checked his friends and said, Yo, your heart is not like Job's heart. But let me tell you what Job is going to do. He's going to pray for you, and guess what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to answer his prayer on mm-hmm. your behalf. On your behalf. Being mm-hmm. that, right? Not y'all prayer, which means that mm. intercessors right up and through here, right? God has given us access to pray for folks with ratchet hearts, mm-hmm. and he will answer because we pray. And there's nothing they can do about it. Y'all, listen, y'all taught y'all faces off this morning. I'm shutting up. Uh, love you. 
Love you, Mama. Love you more. Mm. That's the truth right there. And she brought it up again. The mother of the house brought it up again. If my people will humble themselves, fall on your face, and pray for the next man and the next woman that need it because I can't hear them. I don't know them. I know you. If you'll speak up, I know your voice. You're learning my voice. I need you to go in for them because otherwise they have no hope. Yeah, that is so true. We have to stand in the gap. Somebody else got something to say. Thank you um, this morning, Sarah and Joanne. You know, I was sitting here really listening to you and the comment that was just made, how we need to pray for, how we as Christians need to pray for others because he can't hear them. And you know what came to mind is how we really need to pray for our president. We need to be careful what we say where he's concerned. We need to pray for that whole cabinet, all of them. Lord, have mercy. Hmm. Amen to that. So the true words. True Uh, unless there's anyone else, I'm going to pray us out, unless you got something. Daddy, I just want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for your word. I thank you for your help in, in speaking to us today, in allowing us to share. I thank you for this call. Each and every day they can come on. It is a blessing. I thank you for your children, Lord God, that receive from it. I thank you for uh, regulars and new people that come in and just how much work you are doing through this, Father God. I pray over everyone in the sound of my voice, Father God, to lift their voice for their home, for their family, for their neighborhood for this nation and this planet, Lord God. Because we have to speak on your behalf. We have to bring, uh, we have to bring, let the prophets, Lord God, bring the, um, the needs of the people and bring the repentance of the people to your feet. Father God, we are that point of, of contact where heaven meets earth. Where, where is that point of contact, Lord? 
that we, we need to have the praises go up so blessing can come down, that repentance can come before you so forgiveness and healing of this land can be a reality. So, Father God, I thank you for the acceleration. I thank you for the time of stillness, the way you're growing us up, and I thank you for the shift that is happening. In Jesus' name, carry us all out in peace. And, Father God, may make Saturday an amazing, this Saturday an amazing one. In Jesus' name, amen. We love y'all. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. Love everyone. Bye-bye. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love you guys.